Hello everyone and welcome to Music for a While. Nice to see you. I'm Jay Nordlinger, music critic of the New Criterion. I'd like to read from a little post, if you don't mind. I was writing about a new album from Piotr Andrzejewski, the Polish pianist. He had recorded book two of The Well-Tempered Clavier by Bach. Actually, half of book two. In any case, I wrote, Book one is better known than book two, I think. Book one, in whole or in part, is played more often in the recital hall. It is also the more recorded. It is also the more studied by kids and others all over the world. These are my impressions, anyway. I cannot give you statistics. For a long time, I knew every note of book one and not very much of book two. I assumed that book one was superior. Boy, was that wrong. Each of the 48 pieces is practically priceless. You will recall the structure of the well-tempered clavier. Each book consists of 24 pairings of preludes and fugues in each key, the 12 major keys and the 12 minor keys. You would not want to do without any of these 48. Yes, that's for sure. Again, Piotr Andrzejewski has 12 pairings, which he orders in a way of his choosing, taking account of key, tempo, character, etc. And yet, I write in this post, he begins at the beginning with the C major prelude and fugue, which is wise. It is impossible to imagine starting book two, even an abbreviated version, except with the C major. Same with book one. Furthermore, does either book have a better pairing than its C major? No, it does not. They are pinnacles, though joined at the pinnacle by myriad others. Let me do a little more reading before I get to music. This has to do with interpretation, with how to play. There's more than one way to skin the cat of the well-tempered clavier. Blunter, more detached, more staccato-like, smoother, more lyrical, slower, faster, on and on. Our tastes change over the years, and they change day by day, too. Probably a pianist or harpsichordist would never play these pieces the same way twice. Years ago, a renowned pianist suggested I listen to well-tempered recordings by Samuel Feinberg, the Russian pianist who lived from 1890 to 1962. At first, I found Feinberg's playing too creamy, too romantic. Then I fell in love with it and could listen to nothing else. I will never fall out of love, not with Feinberg. Well, you bet your booty. Let's hear Feinberg in the opening prelude and fugue from Book Two, in C major. It begins the book, yes, and it doesn't get any better. This is the pinnacle, again, joined at the pinnacle by myriad others. Okay, Mr. Feinberg, go. You too, Bach.
never, ever gets old. The Prelude and Fugue in C Major from Book Two of the Well-Tempered Clavier by Johann Sebastian Bach, played by Samuel Feinberg. Once more, I'm Jay Nordlinger, music critic of the New Criterion, bringing you music for a while. If you'd like to subscribe to our podcast, you may do so via iTunes, Google Play, and so on. If you'd like to write to me, the address is nordlinger at newcriterion.com. If you'd like to sponsor our podcast, let us know. I'm going to return to Bach and the Well-Tempered Clavier later in the show. But now let's go to Catalonia. I'll read from another blog post, please. All of our lives, the great cellist had been Pablo Casals. Then one day, as I recall, he was billed as Pau Casals. Catalan identity was asserting itself. Victoria de los Angeles, all over the world, was Victoria de los Angeles. Back home, however, she was Victoria dels Angels. Forgive my mispronunciations here. She was Barcelona-born. So was Alicia de la Rocha, the pianist. The soprano and the pianist had a famous and brilliant collaboration together. They were born the same year, 1923. They championed Spanish composers, including Catalan ones. Montpou and Montsalvage were two of the most prominent. Montserrat Caballé, another soprano, was born in Barcelona ten years after De Los Angeles and De La Rocha, 1933. She, too, championed Spanish composers, including Catalan ones. The most famous Catalan songs? Almost certainly Cinco Canciones Negras by Montsalvage, Xavier Montsalvage, who lived from 1912 to 2002. The lullaby from that set is beloved the world over. But now comes a whole album of Catalan songs from Bridge Records. Visca l'amor, Catalan art songs of the 20th and 21st centuries. The singer is a tenor, Isai Jess Munoz, accompanied by a pianist, Oksana Glauchko. I go on to say that the tenor is not Catalan, but an American of Mexican and Puerto Rican origins, according to his bio. And the pianist is an Israeli-American, I gather, born in Russia. What's more, the tenor and the pianist are married with three children. What a sweet collaboration. I'll get to their new album in a bit. First, I'd like to play that lullaby by Montsalvage. We might as well go on to the fifth and final song of the set, too, the Canto Negro. Our singer is Caballé, the great Montserrat Caballé, La Superba, who has in this recording a very high-class accompanist, Alexis Weissenberg, a Jew born in Bulgaria who made a narrow escape and became a French citizen. One of those stunning stories. In any case... Montsalvage, performed by Caballé and Weissenberg in 1979.
songs from Cinco Canciones Negras by Xavier Montsalvaje, sung by Montserrat Caballé, accompanied by Alexis Weissenberg. Earlier, I mentioned Montpau. Frederick Montpau, the Catalan composer who lived from 1893 to 1987. De La Rocha used to play a secret, especially as an encore. Secreto, from Impresiones Intimas, Intimate Impressions, by Mompou. Here she is.
from Impresiones Intimas, Secreto, Secret, by Frederick Mompou, played by Alicia de la Rocha. Mompou's most famous songs are in the cycle Combat del Somni, again, forgive my pronunciation or mispronunciation, Struggle in the Dream, or Dream Combat. The first of the songs is very famous, sung heartbreakingly, for example, by Victoria de los Angeles. Its first words in English are, Lying upon you like a white offering, there were flowers only. We will hear that couple, Isai Jess Munoz and Oksana Glauchko.
Munoz and Glauchko, and a song of Mompol. Let me read some more from my post. There is a new work on this album by a composer with a beautiful name, Elisenda Fabregas. She's an American born in Barcelona in 1955. She came to the United States for graduate school. She has two doctorates, one from the Columbia University Teachers College, the other from the Peabody Institute. Her new composition is a song cycle, Imitation del Foc, or Imitation of Fire. The texts are by Bartomeu Rosseo Porcel, a Spanish Balearic poet. Balearic? This refers to the Balearic Islands, which include Majorca, where Chopin and George Sand hung out. Rosseo Porcel lived from 1913 to 1938, dying at just 24. I figured he'd been killed in the Spanish Civil War, but it was TB. The new songs I will not critique, except to say that they are pleasing and colorful. Instead, I want to marvel at the endurance of the art song. The writing of these songs goes on and on, as composers want to match notes with words. I hope and trust that this will go on forever. Hear, hear. Speaking of hearing, let's hear a song from the new cycle.
Isai Jess Munoz and Oksana Glauchko in a song from a new cycle by Elisenda Fabregas. Time to go back to Bach and the well-tempered clavier? After we published my post on that subject, I did another one, quoting Bob Marshall, Robert Marshall, the distinguished musicologist. He wrote me a wonderful letter about the well-tempered clavier. He himself does not have a favorite among the 96 pieces, the 48 pairings of preludes and fugues. It's a 96-way tie, he says. But he did quote someone else, a friend, colleague, and former student of his, who said, If I had to pick one movement from the 48, it might well be the F-sharp minor fugue from Book 1, just because of the inherent mysticism of the subject. Very, very interesting choice. We'll hear that fugue and start with a prelude for good measure. The pianist is not Samuel Feinberg, but another pianist from Russia, Vladimir Ashkenazi.
we have listened to the Prelude and Fugue in F-sharp minor from Book One of Bach's Well-Tempered Clavier, played by Vladimir Ashkenazi. A friend of mine asked, If I could introduce Bach to my kids with one piece, what should it be? Well, my goodness. Ah, almost at random, I proffered a choice. And here at the end of the show, I offer it to you. Bach wrote a lot of fugues and a lot of gig, jigs, jigs. But how about his gig fugue for organ? So great. Here's Simon Preston playing it. Thanks for joining me, everybody, and see you next time. Thank you.